Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Zedcast. Today we're going to be talking about a few things. I'm going to do a tier list of DreamWorks movies. And I'm just going to share my thoughts on this other tier list of bands, rock bands. Okay, intro over. Okay, and welcome back to the episode. So, recently on the Zed channel, one of the videos went semi-viral, you could say, and is currently at 203,000 views, which, um, obviously I'm very happy about that. It was just a short little joke video about, um, Tyler the Creator sampling Eric Andre, which uh, people took to and uh, watched a lot of times. It's at 510 watch hours, I think, at the moment. So that's kind of cool. And um, got me thinking about uh, what really the future of the channel is and the podcast and stuff. And um, I'm thinking at the moment now, I'm going to continue with... Uh, more uh, movie reviews. I'm going to be doing a lot of movie reviews on the channel. Sort of um, top ten lists of movies from certain years, I'm thinking. Uh, and I'm just going to try and hone my reviewing skills and editing skills and stuff and um, try and build an audience through there. I have uh, lots of ambition for the channel. I want to um, I want to gather an audience of people. And uh, in terms of creative projects, I have a show that I've begun working on. I've completed about two episodes now um, called Bygone Life, which is like a uh, it's like a ghost show. It's like the idea. It's um, it's there's a guy who comes to a house. He's a uh, paranormal investigator, and his goal is to prove the existence of paranormal life in this house. Uh, and so he sort of goes around and sees some weird stuff. Um, it's very improvised, largely, but uh, I think it's going well. Uh, and I'll be interested in um, completing that. Uh, I'm not sure about distribution just yet, uh, but I'll see once it's done how I'm going to distribute that. And... Um, other projects I'm working on are, I have a short film that I've been meaning to work on for a long time. I wrote the script for it a few years ago now, uh, and I'm just I'm just looking for uh, I've been looking for people to do like scores for it and stuff, and um, you know I've got a lot to set up before I make it. Um, and I'm thinking I'm going to crowdfund for this short film, but, uh, that's a a big process. You've got to do a lot to properly crowdfund, so that'll be something that'll be interesting to see how that goes. And, um, 
Yeah, overall, it's uh, it's been a quite surreal uh, process to see this um, video do so well, and I'm going to try and, you know, uh, continue for the channel to prosper. It's gained around 30 subscribers, which might not seem like uh, much, but for me it's quite a big. So uh, yeah, I'm going to keep working, keep uh, trying to stay focused on my goals and uh, grow an audience, yeah. Okay, on to the uh, tier list. Okay, welcome back. I'm going to want to soon try and get some guests on the show, but uh, for now, it's just me. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely get some guests on the show soon. Okay, so I have on the Tier Maker website, there is a uh, tier list of bands from, uh, I believe it's the 70s to 2020. And uh, there's the Community Average tier list rank, which is like the culmination of all the uh, tier lists made. Um using this format, this template. So uh, I just wanted to go through and uh, say my thoughts on some of the placements, uh, and I think they'll be interesting. So, first of all, in the trash segment, there are a lot of bands. Not all of them I'm familiar with, but uh, there are a few placements that... Um, I think, uh, I, I'm not sure what I think about. There is Hootie and the Blowfish, which, well, I'm only really familiar with their one song. I think that, uh, that their most popular song, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's a very good song. Ah, uh, oh, Always Want to Be With You, the one Post Malone covered. I think that's a good song, and um, if you use that song to base... I, the quality of the rest of the band. If all, if all of their other songs are of that quality, I wouldn't say they're a trash band, but uh, then again, I don't uh, really know any of the other uh, songs from them. There's also Cake, which uh, I think they have a few good songs, so I'm not sure why they're in there. Maybe the rest of their catalogue is uh, very bad. I'm, I'm not sure. Next is Tolerable. Now, this is where I think... It gets really hideous the the placements, and I think it's it's really um un unreasonable some of these. There's uh first of all Arcade Fire. I think saying Arcade Fire is tolerable is is kind of an understatement. I think that uh, they have some really great songs and great albums even. I I haven't listened to that much from them, but uh, that song Wake Up. I love that song. I think even just having a song like that, despite what other less quality you might have, like even having a song like that surely makes your band more than tolerable. Um, next is, there's another place I find weird, which is Imagine Dragons, and this is for a different reason than the other bands. I think it's weird that this got placed in tolerable and not in trash, because I think Imagine, Bag uh, Imagine Dragons is significantly worse than a lot of the bands that have been placed in trash, and um, I don't think there really are many people that like Imagine Dragons. 
I don't understand why that's placed there. There's such a bland, just mediocre, uninteresting, boring, cliched band with all the the blown out of proportion pop rock, just terrible production, terrible lyrics. That one song Thunder is just ugh. Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, intolerable. I'd probably say that. I don't love Red Hot Chili Peppers, I don't hate them. Their songs sort of all blend together in my mind. I think after a while they have a very samey sound. Then there's um then there's Maroon Five. Why is this intolerable? When it could be in trash, because Maroon 5, objectively, are trash. I don't think I could name a good Maroon 5 song out there. I don't think... They they all... They are the epitome of good pop songwriting. Nothing about them is interesting. They have, in no way, try and push the boundaries of anything. It's just spoon-feeding you the the most lazy pop Blah. It's just... It's, I, I can't stand Maroon 5. Um, there's a few other bands in here, but uh, I'd say, apart from that, uh, I, I, a lot of the bands intolerable are pretty reasonable. But from there on, it gets very questionable placements. And the OK... The OK segment, there are heaps... Which I think okay is a terrible placement for them. There's um first of all Weezer saying Weezer is okay is just such a such a terrible thing to say. They have the Blue album, which is great. They have uh what's that other one? The one with uh, those other songs. They have heaps of great albums. Sure, there's lots of their output that isn't like um great. There's there's lots of stuff that's pretty annoying and bad from them like that uh Beverly Hills song but um just overall I think their catalogue is a lot more than okay I think uh you're doing a bit you'd be doing the band a disservice by putting them in okay uh there's also Franz Ferdinand I I like Franz Ferdinand I think they uh make pretty fun catchy, just fun little pop tunes, pop rock tunes. So I don't understand why they're placed there. I'd put them in the good category. Um, and this is the one that is probably the most outrageous placement uh, so far. Outcast. First of all, one thing. Outcast is not a rock band. They're clearly a rap band. They rap on their songs. They make rap songs. They don't make rock songs. Why is this in the rap the why is this in the rock bands thing in the first place? And second of all, Outcast is not okay. They have first of all Andre three thousand. I don't think he's ever done a bad verse in his entire career. Easily one of the goats, one of the best of all time. Big boy, great. Without him, there's no Outcast. It's just Andre three thousand. Why are they in? Why are they in? Okay, even just hey ya. Great song. Hey Ya, uh, Bombs Over Baghdad. Great song. You can name so many great songs from them. There's that one with that really long title, Super Califragilistic, whatever. So many great songs. So many great albums. Atlians. Um, what else is there? There's heaps. 
There's another great song, Rosa Parks. I can just name for ages all the great Outcast songs. Why are they in the OK? It's just weird. I don't see. I imagine if you're a rock band, if you're a fan of rock bands, maybe they wouldn't appeal to you because they're not right. They're not rap. They're not rock. They are a rap band. Why are they here? I don't get it. Panic at the Disco. They shouldn't be in OK. They should be intolerable. Because, sure, there are songs that uh, are okay from Panic! of the Disco, but overall, they're, they're more tolerable than okay, I'd say. But, um, and this is another one that really pisses me off. MGMT. Why, why, why do you have MGMT and okay? You have, okay, you have the three big hit songs. You have, uh, what's it called... You have that, um, Kids, Kids, great song, been used countless times, perhaps you could say it's overplayed, but, um, but it's still a great song, it's still a great, um, dance song, you put that on, like, in a dance and everyone loves it, it's great, it's a classic, you have Time to Pretend, that song strikes a, strikes a chord with me personally, because of the lyrics, uh, and I think it's a song a lot of people can relate to. I think that's a, also a great song. It's in the vein of kids. It's a lot of people have nostalgia for that time, and um, it really brings you back and it takes you to a state of mind. It takes you to a place, and I think that's great. I think that's a great song. And you have electric feel. Another great song. So that's three. Their their three biggest songs are all great. And then you have later into their career. Okay, you have some stuff that's not so great. You have their self-titled, which nobody really listened to. You had, uh, you, they went away for a while. But when they came back, like, uh, with their Little Dark Age, their album is fantastic. There's a synth-pop, that's, it's synth-pop, it's not really a rock band at this point. Uh, but, um, there's lots of great songs on there. There's Little Dark Age, which I think everyone loves, I don't understand... People that think that song's just okay, like most people, that strikes a, a strong chord with them, as well as um, when you die. Those two songs are very great. They are. Uh, I I think a lot of people feel those songs on a on a deep level, and I think I do too. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they're an okay. Like overall, I'd say they're great. They are a great band, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So uh, that's sort of there's some weird placements there, uh, and then if we go into good, this is where things get even more ridiculous. I'd say, first of all, you have Coldplay. Nope, no, Coldplay is terrible. Coldplay, I think. Okay, I'll say this. I genuinely think that Coldplay are overhated. You have Yellow. I like Yellow a lot. I think Yellow is a very enjoyable song from them. Uh, you have... What are the songs? They have that uh, uh, adventure song. No, I can't remember. They have... Um, but th They have Yellow. Okay, that's their most popular song. Yellow is a uh, breakup song or a love song. I can't remember. Uh, it's not exactly... From a lyrical standpoint, it's not revolutionary, but um, I I I I've heard a uh, 
a symphonic like orchestra cover of that song and the chord tune at the heart of it when you hear it like that you realize that it's a beautiful song from like a a, a like um music standpoint like the the chord tune the core song of at the core of it is beautiful uh and obviously that's just one of their songs. They have heaps of other songs that are, are terrible. You have something like just like this. One of the worst one one of the worst pop songs of the decade. You have ones that like I don't really care for. You have the scientist, I don't even know how that goes. Uh Higher Power, I think that's the new one. You have Fix You. None of those songs are interesting. But you do have quite a few good ones. You have Viva La Vita Vida. I think this is that's probably a last hurrah for the band uh, f- before they sort of dived into mediocrity. But that song is... Uh, it is, from a, stand- from a song-writing standpoint, I think, that's where the band really shines. Maybe not from, like, a... Uh, maybe not from, like, a lyrical standpoint or stuff like that. Not revolutionary. Maybe not the singing. He's not exactly the best singer in the world but um from a purely like uh the way the songs are written the tunes at the heart of it are really good and the way they're performed and stuff they they have some i'd, I'd say objectively good songs like viva la vita and yellow but uh i i'd say overall th- with the amount of mediocre to bad uh stuff they put out i think saying they are overall a good band is just inaccurate. They are an okay band. If you look at their entire catalogue, most of it is okay. Most of it is okay. There's good, there's bad, but most, I'd say, most of it is okay. Uh, next, another one, My Chemical Romance. That is such a weird placement to me. Good. Not great, not awesome, not amazing, and not godly. I would put them great. I think overall, My Chemical Romance, look, their fan base is an embarrassment. Uh, like, the, the, around the the whole um, discussion and talk, everything around the band is, yeah, it's embarrassing. It's, it's kind of cringy. But the music itself, like, stripping away, if you don't like the lyrics, strip away that... Like, if you don't like the way it's performed, but the songs themselves, I think they are objectively good songs. I think the the composition, the song Welcome to the Black Parade, sure it's overplayed, but like that's an objectively good song right there. That's an objectively great song, I'd say. So I think it's weird that that would be, um, that'd just be good. Like, that entire album, Welcome to the Black Parade, uh, if that's if that's what it's called, that's a that's a great album. They have so many good songs, and just saying they're a, they're a good band. Like, what what uh what lowers it? What makes it not great? Is there is I don't understand. Next, the Killers. I'd say the Killers are a good band. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, U two U two isn't good. What is good about U2? Who who goes, yeah, I want to listen to U2. You don't, nobody, I, I can't think of anyone that would want to listen to, to U2, ever. 
Blur. This is ridiculous. Blur is one of the best, like, British Britpop bands I can think of. They have so many hits. They have so many classics. Damon Albarn is such a great musician. Uh, I'd put them in great, easily. Blur, great. Uh, you have the White Stripes, great. Great band. So, Jack White is such a good guitarist. Um, uh, wh- why is that not in great? Uh, Beastie Boys, literally hardly even a, a, rap, a rock band at this point. I guess they're rock slash rap, but, uh, no, they're great. They're, they're classic. Wait, why is that not in great? Tame Impala. I'm going to see Tame Impala, uh, live at the end of this year. They're a great band. It's technically just one person. Great! So many great albums. You have, um, Currents. Even that one album, heaps of hits on it. You have, uh, uh, The Less I Know The Better. That, the bass line on that song, uh, the guitar playing. It's classic. You hear that and you're like, you instantly recognise it. It's instantly great. You have, um... Uh, Let It Happen, that's like a seven minute, like a great seven minute full uh, song. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Even That's just one album. You go further back to uh, uh, Lonerism, you have Feels Like We're Only Going Backwards, you have Music to Walk Home By, you have Why Won't They Talk To Me. Each album you can just go through and you can find so many great songs. So... Easily great or even awesome band. I don't understand that. Twenty one pilots. Twenty one pilots is not good. Why are they in good? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Okay, moving on to great. I find this to also be weird. You have Arctic Monkeys. Sure, they they're good, but uh, are they? Uh, can you really say that Arctic Monkeys are better than? Uh, Outcast, uh, are they better than uh, are they better than half the stuff that's been placed below? Is Arctic Monkeys really better than? Uh, okay, fair enough. They're, they're pretty good, but like, why is Arctic Monkeys here, and Outcast isn't? Why is uh, Arctic Monkeys here and the White Stripes isn't? Why is Arctic Monkeys here and the Strokes isn't? It's, uh, I'd say Arctic Monkeys are good. Nothing about them is revolutionary. It's just, like, they have a good, they have good songs, but I don't think they have any great songs, is what I'm saying. Anyway. Oasis. Overplayed, I'd say. Way overplayed. Played way more than it should be, considering the quality, which is, like, fine... Fine guitar singing. It's fine. It's they have Wonderwall, which is like what everyone plays when they get a guitar. It's just fine. Nothing about them is great to me. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine are great. I was named after them. Uh, yeah, great. I don't know if I'd put them in great though. I might put them a bit higher. Because of just the sheer quality of their music, I'd say. Uh, maybe something like awesome or amazing, but uh, whatever. Uh, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is not great. Nope. Uh, okay. Awesome. Red Hot... Wait, what? 
Rage Hot Chili Peppers. Wait. I thought I saw Red Hot Chili... Red Hot Chili Peppers are on this list twice. They're on... They're intolerable. And they're also an awesome. I don't understand that. That kind of confuses me. Uh, Radiohead should be in Godly. What band of their size, of their fame, is willing to push the boundaries as much as they do? I'm not saying they're the most experimental thing out there, but none of these... I, I wouldn't say a single of these other bands would put out something like Kid A, would put out something like uh, Amnesiac. They have constantly been experimenting. They've never been sticking to one sound like a band like ACDC or Red Hot Chili Peppers do, which is their crowning uh, thing, is their uniqueness, is they're willing to push the boundaries. So um, just putting them in awesome, is, I think, is such an understatement. Gorillas should be in Godly. You have Demon Days, all hits. You have Plastic Beach, all hits. You have, uh, later in the, their, their career, that they have some misses. You have Humans, which is a mixed bag. You have The Now Now, which is sort of, uh, lots of fine songs on there. Uh, but then you have, like, The Song Machine. Lots of great hits on there. Lots of great songs on there. And just considering they have, uh, their self-titled Demon Days, Plastic Beach, all three pretty much masterpieces... How can you only put them in awesome? How can you not even put them in amazing? I'd anyway. You might be able to tell. Gorilla's one of my favorite bands. Foo Fighters. That's probably a fair placement. Guns N' Roses. No. That this is where the the list has gone too far for me. How can you put Guns N' Roses in awesome, and not Rage Against the Machine, which is. I'd th- I'd say Guns N' Roses is the opposite of Rage Against the Machine, because while Rage Against the Machine is like um, uh, fighting against you know prejudice and stuff, Guns N' Roses is the prejudice. Whatever, Lincoln Park, fair enough. Yeah, I'd put them in uh, awesome as well. They are like like My Chemical Romance. They are of that time, and they are. Uh, I'd say um, they are pretty great. They they combine rap and metal in a way which uh, I think is really cool. And Hybrid Theory is, you know, great album. So, yeah. System of a Down, they have that great album, Toxicity. They have lots of great songs. Fair placement here. Uh, and we're almost at the end of the list. You have an amazing... You have Led Zeppelin... Probably not the best people in the world, but uh, the music is good. You have Bowie, should be in Godly. So, so many great albums from Bowie. So many classics. So many songs that would be the best song of any lesser artist's uh, entire catalogue. ACDC. This is the most insulting thing about the list to me. Is putting ACDC right next to Bowie, right next to uh, Led Zeppelin, even putting it above Radiohead, putting it above gor- Gorillas, putting it above even Coldplay is better 
than ACDC. ACDC plays the same, like, three riffs their entire career. It's just all the same, it's all the same stuff. It's all the same shit. It's fucking, fucking shit. Fuck ACDC. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? Anyway, Green Day. Amazing. Are they, though? They have some amazing records. But if you look at their entire catalogue, I I wouldn't say overall. Like, sure, if it's if you're just doing the early Green Day stuff, maybe uh, you could justify putting it in, like, awesome or great. But overall, the, the entire span of the band's career, it's... If you if you combine all of it, it's not all amazing. I'd say overall it's generally g- good. But if you look at their later stuff, which is very bad, I think it lowers it a lot from what could be great to just... It's good, yeah. Whatever. Next, and Godly. I don't think I have much to complain about in this. Godly, Nirvana, yeah. Queen, yes. Pink Floyd, yep. Obviously, The Beatles, yep. Obviously, Black Sabbath. I'm not sure about that placement. I don't know. I'd probably put them quite a bit lower, actually. But uh, overall, yeah. So overall, looking at the list, some really strange placements in there. Uh, but uh, in a in a like overall, as an indicator of quality. I think it works in that regard. Just um, some of the placements are, are are very strange in here. I'd say some of them are way off. I think. Okay. Uh, as I was saying before, I do want to get some guests on here soon because I think, I think, uh, I think it's quite clear that podcasts don't work unless it's like a true crime thing or something i don't think podcasts work with like one person you you should you should uh, have another person to the sort of like talk to and bounce off of so uh i will try and get guests the hard part obviously is just finding the guests to have on but uh if i can find some people i think that would really work for the benefit of the podcast, because just talking, pretty much talking to yourself, uh, it's very hard, and it's very hard to to do, I'd say, and make it work. But uh, anyway, on to the DreamWorks tier list that I uh, mentioned before. Uh, and also, you know... Before I was talking about the 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 the, uh, the rock bands, I I was reminded of a quote. It was, I'm not sure who said it, but it was talking about music as like dancing about architecture. I think that's very true because I found it incredibly hard to even like put into words music. It's such a like a visceral thing where you sort of experience it and sort of. Like talking about that is it's hard to put into words, like how it sounds and how it feels to you. I th- I think his music is so personal; it's hard to convey your experiences and your thoughts about music into words. Yeah, 
talking is hard. Anyway, in D, uh, D the D list, uh, D tier, uh, DreamWorks movies. First, Home, awful. Nothing about it is memorable. Nothing about it is interesting. Nothing about it is worth watching. Uh, it's overall just so forgettable and so bland and so blah. Next is what I'd consider DreamWorks Abomination. DreamWorks Colossal Misstep. But from a critical standpoint, not from a money-making standpoint, because I'm sure it made them a lot of money. And that's the Boss Baby. Now, if I had to put into words why I hated Boss Baby, uh, there'd be these words. Uh, It's not funny or entertaining or worth watching in any way. It tries so hard to be cute and adorable and lovable, but it just completely fails in all of those regards. It seems like its target demographic is uh, stupid people and children. And I think that uh, you can have a, a kid's movie and still be good. I think that the excuse of, oh, it's just a kid's movie is pathetic. And, um... That nothing about the boss baby is likable. The boss baby himself is just a, a prick. Uh, his brother is just who cares. The parents, I can't even remember the parents. I can't remember anything about the movie, pretty much. It's forgettable, it's boring, it's bland, it's annoying, it's. Every negative description, pretty much, is the boss baby. And there's a sequel as well, which I guess isn't surprising. Next is Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge, I appreciate much more than The Boss Baby, because I feel like it tries... It at least tries something. It tries. Where The Boss Baby didn't try, the Over the Hedge, Over the Hedge tries, but fails. And you know what the, what the quote says, it's better to have tried and failed than to never have tried at all. Uh, next is Mr. Peabody and Sherman. What? Next is The Croods. I can't remember a single... I've seen this movie before. I'm sure I have. But I couldn't remember... I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens. Actually, wait. I think there's one part where they're in, like, a corn maze and it, it, like, explodes and turns into popcorn or something. That's the only part of the movie I can remember. It's super forgettable. Next, Monsters vs. Aliens. I think this movie will always hold a special place in my heart, uh, because, you know, nostalgia or whatever, but objectively speaking, it's it's not great. It's it's not great at all. Next is Flushed Away. This is Ardman's Atrocity. For some reason, they decided to make an animated, a digitally animated movie that looks stop motion, and it just, why would you do that? Either make a digital, mo- a digitally animated movie or make a stop-motion movie. It's not right. You've created an abomination. You've created, you've created something that should never have been made. Okay, next is C tier, Madagascar. Uh, the thing about Madagascar is, uh, it sucks. Next is B movie. I'll never be able to truly hate B-Movie. 
I can try, I can pretend to, but truly deep down my heart, I don't think I can hate it because of the the place it holds in my heart. Uh, and objectively, yeah, it's it's not a good movie, but um, it's just uh, it's too weird to hate. I think. Whereas something like Boss Baby doesn't doesn't really uh, isn't like Boss Baby is too normal to to be interesting. The B movie is so out there and just bizarre that I don't think you can truly hate it. There's something that stops me from hating it, at least. Next is B-tier. Shrek the Third. Really unfunny. Really... Just unfunny. It, it it's, it's weird. It's like they stopped caring. It's like with the first two, you can tell they cared. But it's just like with the third one, they were just like, ah, whatever. It's Shrek. It's it's gonna do well. We don't really need to try on it, and that's that's the sad thing. Next is uh, Shrek Two. This is probably controversial because I think lots of people like Shrek Two even more than the first film. But uh, I just really can't remember anything from it. I think it's quite forgettable. Uh, whereas the first film, like every scene, is ingrained in my memory. I don't know. Next, A tier, you have Kung Fu Panda 2. Good, just not as great as the first one, I'd say. Uh, actually, I don't know about that. I might change that later. Next, Chicken Run. It's a classic. It's a classic. Not good enough to be an S tier, but it's still a classic. And I think uh, it needs to be appreciated as such, because it is... Very funny, very unique. It's Ardman, so it's very uh, good in that regard. Like, generally, for the most part, Ardman is like a seal of quality. Uh, next, How to Train Your Dragon. You know, it's good. It's, it's, you know, it's How to Train Your Dragon. People like it. I like it. Just not S tier. And finally, S tier Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Weir Rabbit. I don't think I even need to explain myself with this one. Bloody funny, funny movie. Obviously, I don't know, obviously. I don't think it's as good as the shorts. I think uh, whilst the government works better in like 20 minutes and stuff than it does a full hour and a half. But it never gets annoying. It never gets boring or unlikable. I think it's still, for DreamWorks, it's still an STM movie for them. It's great. Next, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is way better than it has any right to be. For a movie about a panda that does Kung Fu, there's something about it that just really works. I'm not even sure what it is. It's There's something about it. All the aspects, you'd never expect it to, to be as good as it is, but when it just all comes together and it just really hits. It really hits. you. It's like a, it's a, it's a gut punch, really. It's a great movie. Next is a movie that I think has gotten a resurgence from memes, but uh, at the time was severely underrated, and that's Megamind. The thing about Megamind is how ahead of the time it was, for, I think, a few reasons. Number one, uh, it has sort of an anti-hero, someone who... The main character, the hero of the the movie, 
starts out as a villain, but sort of becomes, you know, the the hero of the movie. And another thing is the villain of the movie is way ahead of the time because no other movie would be uh would have this type of villain. Truly the worst type of person. You have I'm not sure when it came out, but you have a character who would uh who is like a real type of person. He is pretty much a nice guy, pretty much a, an incel. Uh, the, the villain of the movie is an incel, and that's so genius because you don't have other. What other DreamWorks movie has a has a incel as a villain? I guess Shrek, Lord Farquaad, kinda, but uh, I think that's genius. I think just I think we need more villains to just be incels because they are truly the villains of our world are incels, misogynistic, terrible people. And I think shining light on how terrible the their type of behaviour and mindset is is what makes the film great, Megamind. And so many funny lines as well. Uh, there, There is no Santa, there is no Tooth Fairy, there is no Queen of England. It's just such a classic line to me. It's, it's from a writing standpoint, it never fails to entertain me and make me laugh. So, uh, yeah. And finally, S tier, Shrek. Do I even need to say anything? It's overplayed, it's over everything, it's too popular for its own good. But still, at the end of the day, it's still a classic. Okay, that's it for this episode. Pretty bad episode all around. Very disappointing. Not good episode at all. I'd give it maybe a 2 out of 10. Could be a 1 out of 10 on future re-listens, but uh, yeah, overall disappointing episode for me.